welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I've built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm really, really excited because we have an awesome guest today. Her name is Grace Tinky, and we actually, we go way back, years back um, now, which is crazy. But the point of this episode actually is, you know, it's Veterans Day. Um, First off, Grace, I want to say thank you for your service. Thank you for, you know, everything you've done for our country and everyone else out there who served is serving just really grateful for all you guys out there so uh so grace thanks for being with us today yeah thanks for having me i am thankful to be in the military and also to be we both ran together so it's cool to see it from both sides so i'm very happy that you let me be on this so yeah i'm pumped i think um we were just saying right before we hit record you know i think a lot of people either a are like very closely into the military either have like a a relationship with someone in the military they're in the military themselves or just like have no idea right and it's something super foreign and so kind of the idea that we were chatting about grace and i for everybody listening like we are just wanting to have a conversation um grace actually just got back from a deployment and we're going to talk a little bit about that um we're going to talk about just like her experience in the military and i think it just can be a really eye-opening conversation um if you have no idea about the military or maybe you do a different perspective is always good so um yeah yeah, thanks for being open to this she actually was the one that messaged me being like hey i think this would be cool and i'm like yo it would be (laughs) let's do it (laughs) perfect timing too okay so let's start with like your military experience where did it start and then where are you now yeah so I guess it's a long story because we met back in 2013. So out of high school, I went to the Air Force Academy, something that I really wanted to do. So I feel like that's where my story began. When I, but it's honestly when I left the academy is when my military journey honestly began. So my freshman year, just like most people, like straight out of high school, you kind of know what you want to do with your life, like you're not completely sure. But for me, going to the academy was like a dream come true. And I've actually never really talked about this on the podcast, but my freshman year, I had two close family members commit suicide and ended up just kind of falling apart a little bit. And um, I was at a place that I really wanted to be, but wasn't exactly like the best place to be going through something like that. And my family was going through a lot of stuff, so I ended up making the decision to leave. Looking back, I ultimately think that no matter how strong a person I was or not, it was the right call on my part because over the past like eight years, I've learned so much through the different schools I went to and just like life experiences that I'm sure I would have gotten the same, you know, input from being there. But 
I wouldn't trade the experiences for anything. So um, I actually, um, my last year of college and I went to Adams State in Colorado, I was a contractor at the Air Force Academy working with PA. So um, I worked for a company called WebGuy and I also did intern things with PA at the Academy. So it was kind of a full circle, honestly. And that that's where, um, yeah, it was awesome being back there and it was kind of like closure on my end. So I was like, okay, like I'm still a part of it. I can still, you know, document these people's journeys and, um, you know, be a part of the military culture in a different way. Um, but I ended up not getting into OTS when I graduated college. So, um, I tried twice, didn't get picked up. So I enlisted in the military and, you know, at the time, I think this is a big part of, you know, taking a leap forward was that a lot of people telling me like, Hey, you're making like the biggest mistake of your life. Like you have a degree. Why are you enlisting? Like, why are you doing this? And for me, ultimately, like I've always wanted to serve and that could be as enlisted, it could be as an officer, it could be as a contractor. Like for me, I wanted to be able to put on the uniform and serve. And so, um, what is that? Let me like pause you real quick. So what does that mean for you? And like, where did that passion come from? Like, what does that mean to serve? And for everyone out there, that's kind of like, oh my God, I have never experienced that feeling of, you know, feeling that way. What does that feel like to you? Yeah. So I grew up in Macon, Georgia, which is really close to Warner Robins or Forest Base. And so, um, we used to be at Robbins all the time because I have family members who worked on base there. And I just remember like being around everyone in uniform, seeing the planes fly over. And I was like, you know, I want to be a part of this. Like, this is something that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. As she says, it say it says and stuff like that. And like, for me, like, I think everyone has something that they're passionate about. Everyone has something that they want to chase after and like want to do. And for me, it was always the military. And, um, you know, I don't have anyone super close to me in the military other than like a grandfather who was, but it just started like from a really young age. Like people who were in the military were those that inspired me, like different mentors I had. And like, um, that just kept like pushing me forward. And like, I think after the academy, when I left, I was like, this is not over. Like this journey is not over. It took me nine years to figure it out, but like, I finally got to do it. And, um, so honestly, it's been cool, like being on this side of it. So I went through like basic a second time, like it was tough, but like we had different perspectives. This wasn't the real air force. The air force is way better than what BMT is. And like, you can help people out and like, you know, pull them through and be like, we got this as a team. And like, what so I loved it. Tell so. me a little bit about the difference between basic between the academy and, <laughs> and uh, actual. <laughs> So they were very different. So it's interesting because the academy was like cadet run. And then the other one was, you know, MTI ran. And so um, they're both tough, but in different ways. So um, BCT at the academy was like co-ed where the one like at BMT for enlisted, it's all, you know, you're just with all females and then all guys. And to me, I honestly thought that was harder because you're with like 70 females for nine weeks versus like a co-ed group um but you really have to learn to come together and like I remember one big thing our MTI said was you might not all like each other but this is the one time in your life you're going to be in the same room as this many people so you can either make the most of it or absolutely hate each other and make this the worst experience of your life and so I thought it was really cool because it's the first time I've seen like a group of females come together and be like okay like let's kick ass together and do this and so um I thought it was, it was cool. It was both very different, but thankful to be a part of both. So. Oh, I love that. I had no idea that it was like, uh, separated. That's crazy. 
Yeah. And what I'm thinking too is like, you know, at the academy, you have like the room. So you have like one roommate and then I enlisted, it's like you have a whole bay. So like you're all in one big room together. So it's very different, <laughs> but not a bad different, just different. Okay. So you, you did basic and then you got, you still were stationed there in Colorado, right? Or you stayed there. So I, yeah. So I left from MEPS in Denver and then I went to San Antonio, Texas, Lackland. Um, and then my tech school was still there. And then I went to see your training in Washington and then out to Zippers Base in Oklahoma for the rest of C-17 stuff. Okay. So. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay. So that's a little bit of background. That's some good background on your military, just like upbringing, I guess. Um, what, okay. What rank are you right now? I am a senior airman. Okay. Senior airman. Um, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm like so out of it that like, I mean, I, I remember, but I'm also like very rusty. I feel like no, you're good. <laughs> step out of the military world. It's like, you're out of the military world. Yeah. Um, sometimes I guess. Um, okay. So you just got back from a deployment, um, mm-hmm. to Afghanistan and that was, that was your first deployment. Yeah. That's my first deployment. Okay. Overall, what your experience, positive, negative, what were your thoughts? I guess we're, we're going to like dive into it. So you don't have to give like a super long answer, but like, was it what you thought or not anything at all? Honestly, I had no idea what to expect. I knew we were going to be flying a lot and having Middle East missions, but that was it. And so literally the first week we got there a week later was when everything went down in Afghanistan. So it was a very, very busy first month, but, um, honestly it was an unreal experience that, I wouldn't trade for anything because we had such a great group of people and uh, we really came together as a group and made it work. So I easily would have extended three more months yeah. to do it, but it was an experience that honestly I will never forget, especially as a first deployment. So yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. So what was your job? Explain to everybody, you know, what, it, what is your AFSC and then what was your job while deployed? Cause I know sometimes that varies, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a one off of two. So that's a load master. Basically on, I work on C-17s, so load masters can be on a multitude of different planes, but I work on C-17s. It's the second biggest plane to the C-5, um, but basically as a load, you are in charge of everything in the back of the aircraft, as far as like loading cargo, passengers, uh, whatever is needed. And so um, specifically for this deployment, we were doing the evacuees. So we were evacuating a bunch of people from Afghanistan. So that was our primary mission. So. Okay, cool. And I'm sure everybody, I mean, I bet everybody listening kind of knows that some shit went down. We're not going to get into details, obviously don't want to get, you know, anything specific, but can you kind of like explain while you were there, kind of what was going on in Afghanistan? Yeah. So basically like we were getting a bunch of refugees out of there and, um, it was a very tense environment. So, um, you know, Flying into there wasn't exactly safe. Um, we had to do it as part of the mission. And so um, I think that was probably one of the most nerve wracking parts was like the unknowns of it. So you're flying in, trying to keep everyone safe, crew safe, and people are bringing out. And, um, you know, I think ultimately, like as cliche as it may sound, but it's like, you know, ultimately when you sign up, when you raise your right hand, it's like, you know, if something happens in the day, like you're doing it for your country. And so, Uh, I've never been that close to that statement being so true, if that makes sense. Like, you know, because it is extremely dangerous and there are a lot of situations where you really wonder, like, if everyone's going to come out safe. But, um, you know, Lord willingly, everyone did. But 
that was definitely like the scary part. But um, one thing that did make it worth it was a lot of times, like once we took off, you know, you just see people crying and like hugging each other. And like that honestly, like hit me every time, because no matter how nervous you were, how, you know, you could see like the impact you were making. And so that really hit me was that like, no matter how scared you were, it's like, you know what, like we are doing something important. And like, we had such a great crew that we pull each other through each time. And so um, you just kind of have to like, when things go south, like keep showing up because you're there to your job. And I think it was cool to see people go into like go mode. If that makes sense. Like there's not one person I saw that was like freaked out. Like, yeah, we were nervous, but like we showed up and did our job. And that's something that I've never like, they always say like the fight or flight mode, but like yeah. everyone went to that fight mode and it was really cool to see like everything kick in and just work together as a group. So I, I literally have like goosebumps, like hearing you say that just cause it's like, it's like what you're trained for. You know, it's so crazy. Like when you're going through basic, when you're going through training, like tech school, all this sort of stuff, you're learning all this. Like I remember thinking, and maybe this was just the academy experience for me but like it was kind of like uh kind of like eye roll a little bit or like okay how much is this going to be applicable or you know is this going to matter but like hearing what you went through it's like shit like it it comes together and then you just get into you know into the zone and you know what you're supposed to do you trust the people standing next to you you're not questioning you know the person leading you I think that's like such a cool thing yeah it was definitely like not what I expected as first deployment because it's like you never know what to expect but it's something I'm so thankful and humbled to be a part of because we'll never forget that with that group of people we did it with and it honestly made me fall more in love with my job and like what we do and so one thing I want to say to those who aren't necessarily air crew but like it was a complete joint effort like whether you were on the ground where your supply or your finance or whoever you were doing like there was so much work that went into doing what we did and like no one could have done their job without someone else doing their job. So there's definitely like people need to be, you know, told thank you for that because it was very crazy few weeks. So thank you, honestly. And okay, I have like a picture in my head of like, I don't know where I saw some like news thing, but it was a C-17 packed like with like, I don't want to sound stupid, but like 800 people or something like wild crazy. That's like literally what you were doing. Yeah, so they were, we were packed to max, even past max capacity. Basically, it was like how many people we could fit on a jet. And I've never seen anything like it because I'm just not supposed to fit that many people. <laughs> but we did it and it was insane to see because, like you said, training kicks in, but like we never been trained for anything like that. And so, you know, you get like a brief on it and you're like, okay, let's do it. Like we're going to make it work. And so um, that was insane because it's, you would look back because the master seat, faces aft and so like you just see like that number of many faces staring at you and it was insane like we got that many people on board so it was crazy honestly so like literally can't even imagine so there were I mean you kind of said it but like there were moments and I don't think like every deployment has this and I just knowing people who've been deployed and different experiences but like there were moments where you're like literally like you know not scared for your life but like the realization of like we don't know how this might turn out. That was a very real thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the day the 13 Marines died. We were on the ground that day. And um, one of the girls who passed away that day was helping load our jet. And like, she was helping us the whole week, honestly, like she was in charge of bringing like the kids out with their moms. And so 
uh, just because in that culture, like typically it's like the women will take care of the women. So uh, we had been talking to her like throughout the whole week and she was so positive. Like she loved her job and they were there like on the ground every day when things were not great. And um, she was helping us. And that one day we were on, on the ground helping with people and she like came up to me and she was like, Hey, like, we got to go. There's like something going on at one of the gates, but like, don't forget about us. Like, it was like kind of joking, like being sarcastic. And she's very funny. Like, I was like, like we're not going to forget about you. We're coming back. And it really, really hit us hard that day. Cause when we, we were there and the attacks went off and then we didn't know exactly what had happened other than that there was stuff going on. And when we got home, like to our other base, we like saw the names that came out a couple days later and like it literally broke broke us and that's part of the reason where like when you think about like veterans day and like thinking about all those who came before us and those who died and stuff like that like it hit home so much because two days later it was over and they were so close to coming home and it's crazy like how people actually do pay like the ultimate sacrifice but we think about it we hear about it but we don't actually like know people all the time that were like impacted by it and it's crazy because it makes you really want to just stop worrying about like the petty things like stop worrying about like things that don't matter because life is so short and she was talking to us one day and was gone like 10 minutes later and like that hit him so hard that honestly like that really changed how I view things honestly because that day really changed a lot and so granted I didn't know her like super personally but like we worked with her all week and we felt like we knew her and so yeah, I went on like her. Yeah, quickly there. You get close to people quickly, you know. So I, you do. Wow. I was gonna kind of say, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like, you know, how did that experience and kind of and going through that, how has that impacted you? Like now being home, like how has it changed maybe like a mindset or like a perspective that you have? How has that really impacted you? Yeah, and I know that sounds weird, but like being with my family and like being home, like. I'm not on my phone as much like I am very present with the people I'm with and like it's I don't know like it just makes me really like not want to take time for granted and yeah. I think before like you know you don't you see people you see friends you're like oh hey what's up but like you don't always like cherish that time because you're like oh, I'll see them again like and stuff like that and so I think that it just made me view things differently because I'm so thankful to be like where I'm at and like you know be home be safe like you see your loved ones and stuff like that that you never want to take that or seeing people you love for granted because whether you're in the military or not, like, you know, someone could die in a car crash. Like it's, you know, you don't have to be in the military to be, you know, for that to happen, but just to really like appreciate time you have and like stop worrying about things that really don't matter. Like, you know, go for things that you think are crazy, like, you know, love hard, like, you know, just find joy in more things because um, you never know when like our last day is. And like, you know, you wouldn't really want to just embrace life as it is and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I can totally see that. Um, when you're deployed, how was that missing? You talked about, you know, your family and friends, how was that missing at okay. home? Like, were there ever moments of like, oh my God, I, I can't do this. You did say that you would extend, so maybe not, but, uh, <laughs> but like, how did you get through those moments? Cause I'm sure, I'm sure there were. Yeah. So I had a calendar that I brought with me out there that I was going to like cross off each day. And I remember the first week and I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many days left on this calendar that I would look at and it was, it was like overwhelming. But then one thing I will say is you have two types of people in deployment. You can either like sit in your room, not socialize with people, or you can like get really close to your crew 
and make it a great experience. And like, I would say deployment is a hundred percent how you make it. Because if you really like dive into your crew and like do things together, like find cheesy things to do, like, you know, cause you're going to get bored, but you got to find things that like make life exciting, like do random things together. And like, I have never felt so close to a group of people. And maybe it's cause you know, we joke about being trauma bonded, but it's like, you know, we went through stuff together, but also we got super close and like, we'd have family dinners at like the defect, like we'd, you know, do you like one of the girls um she got face mask and so like we'd have like self-care nights and so like we get all the guys involved and it was hilarious because like they all had face masks too and you know we just random people would send care packages and like we'd get random things from it and like do fun things and so the biggest thing is just finding your people and just making it something that you pull like everyone through together because if you don't do that it's going to be a very very long long deployment and like we would all work out together. Like we you know, do things that it was just as a group. And like, it, it was good. Like, honestly, like it was tough the first couple of weeks, but after we got into like, the rhythm of things, like it was, it was good. So I think that's such that what you said about, like, you know, it is what you make it. I think like yeah. I can so see that being the case on a deployment. And I can also see that being the case, just like, honestly, in life, I think like, yeah, your, your mindset on where you're at, the people around you, your job, right? Like I know that I, it, you know, if I'm being honest, like I had a really, really negative mindset for a little bit at the tail end of my military experience. And it, it just made everything seem so terrible. And it was me, it was me creating that reality for myself, right? Because, you know, there are people like you, people that choose, hey, I'm going to make this an awesome experience. I'm going to get close to these people. I'm going to get to know them. I'm going to, you know, have these experiences and be positive about it. And I think that's just like, it's so true. I think just in life in general, it's just like your mindset and what you decide it is, is what it's going to be. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little things. Cause I definitely noticed like during certain Afghanistan days, I was getting negative. Like I was tired. Like, you know, we didn't know how we were going to do this. Cause like we were mid-turning like flight, 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 and like really tired. But I remember one girl, she got a bunch of American flag headbands and that was like a huge morale boost. I don't know why, but it was like, we all were super excited to wear these headbands and like go fly. And it was like little things like that. And then someone got like quest bars one day and like we hadn't had like actually good granola bars in forever. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And so it was just little things like that. And then like you said, it's like waking up with a purpose every day because some days you're just dragging. And um, there was a guy that I flew with a bunch and he was running every morning, uh, like a sunrise, because where we were, the sunrises were beautiful in the morning. And he was like, Tinky, every day we're going to get up and run when we're not like flying. So whenever we had our same schedule and we started doing that and like, honestly, I fell in love with running again. Like I kind of fell under a rut for a while. So I just like, wasn't enjoying it. I was always injured and out there, like it was all dirt. So we just started running at sunrise and it was amazing. Like I fell in love with it. And like, it was just little things like that. And we got like more people to do it with us. And like, you just have to choose joy and find it. Cause sometimes you like hate it and you're like, I don't, I want to be negative. Like I don't like anything. It's like, all right, get out of your funk. It's not that bad. You can do this. And so I think it's all about mentality, like a hundred percent. So. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Honestly, next time I, I think that like, my situation's bad, I'm going to be like, I'm going to remember you like <laughs> 17, like being like, what's going to happen. I'm going to be like, Annie girl, your situation in Dallas, you're, you're fine. Like <laughs> calm down. Um, wow. 
That's awesome. I love that. I, um, I think it takes a really strong person to be able to do that, not only be deployed and like, and, and be in the military and, and serve, but like to make it a positive experience. And I think like everything I've seen of you, of yours, like following you on social, following your deployment, like it, it, every time I saw your post, like you made a point to make it positive, you know? And there, I remember seeing posts where like, you know, obviously some shit's going down, but you know, there's grace with a Bible verse or something to put a positive spin on it. So I think, you know, just me to you, I think you're a really strong human. And I think that's really, really awesome. So. I wasn't always like that. I'm going to say that, um, honestly, deployment helped that. And then, um, it's total God thing. Like, I don't know, I was kind of struggling with my faith for a while and deployment, like really like helped me realize how important that is to me. And, um, my mom gave me this like devotional before I went out there and it has like like the write-in portion and it was like every single day it's like you have to write down three things you're thankful for and I remember during the first part of deployment I was like I don't know anything like this is terrible and then I was like starting to write in little things like that seemed cheesy at the time or like super minuscule but they were things you're thankful for and you started thinking about things like I saw a really cool sunrise today or like the food wasn't terrible or like you know someone smiled at me at the defect you know like just like random things and it helps so much. And so we started doing that amongst like our crew. We were like, okay guys, say what sucked, but what are some things that were positive? And I don't know, it kind of like brought up morale a little bit. And like, we started thinking about things differently. And I, know, I think it's completely like just shifting your mentality to think positive because it's really easy to think negative, but it's also just as hard to think positive. So just choose that route versus the other. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You're, you are a wise woman. I love that. <laughs> Another question just about military experience being a woman and being a female like how how has that been challenging has it not been challenging what are your you know thoughts on that yeah so being a woman in the military is definitely a question that I love answering because it's tough um but so I'd have to say when I first joined I was going through like master school and stuff and my number one critique was you lack confidence. And so like every single time I was on the jet, every single time I had like tests that were like verbal and stuff, um, they'd be like, you lack confidence. Like you lack confidence. I heard that over and over and over to the point that I was like, honestly believing it. I was like, I don't have any confidence. Like I suck at my job, like stuff like that because it was a very male dominated job, but also with any job in the military, I feel like it's male dominated. So I think the biggest thing is to stop worrying about what people think. And also like, it's easy to start putting in your head what you think people think when that makes you think a certain way. And so just keep showing up and like learn your job super well. That's something that has helped me is like know your stuff. So like people want to have you on their crew. I think a lot of times you have to almost prove yourself more than the guys do sometimes, which I hate saying that, but like you have to like prove to people that you know like what you're talking about. And then they respect you and like, it's, but also don't be afraid to stand your ground. Like, don't, don't stand for something. Like if people are being disrespectful, like if people are putting you down just because you are female, like don't stand for that. Because I think when you start letting yourself go walked over, that's when people just start walking over you basically. And so I haven't had like a huge issue with it, but like, it is one of those things where I noticed that once you start just showing up, and keep applying yourself regardless of how people treat you like 
thousand people are going to respect you whether you believe it or not and maybe if they don't that's their own problem but like as long as you're respectful and like you know you do your job well then it's on them if they don't want to treat you right um because in the day like people should be kind like and so um yeah I mean I would just say like don't let people walk over you like and you know be a badass just like you doing your job well and like you don't let people get to you um and if they try to get to you use it as an opportunity to be like I'm not gonna let them do that like and so yeah I mean it's tough I mean I've seen it from the guy's perspective too like I've seen guys who are really shy and like aren't super confident and like you know they don't always you know get the same respect either but it's like you know just show up that's what I had to keep saying like don't let people get to you and if they do like go run like go work out get it out after work or something but yeah it can be tough but at the same time like I met some amazing women on this deployment. There were four female loadmasters out of like a hundred guys. And so they were some of the strongest women I've ever met and they didn't put up with anything. And I loved it. And so, you know, we fly with like women crews a lot and like, it's a big deal. Cause like, Oh, it's all women's flight or whatever. But honestly, like I fly with all women's flight all day because they know their stuff. And that's what I love about it. Like it shouldn't have to be a special thing because it's not a woman's flight, but like, I feel like in the military, it always is. Cause like, it's not the norm, but I love seeing like women aviators and like women, like all of our jobs in the air force, like, you know, showing up and kicking ass. Cause like, it's amazing to me. I love it. So, um, yeah, that's what I have to say. I think that is true. Like women in the military in general, like, I think because you almost have to kind of, why you have to prove yourself more, I don't know, but there's that like, you know what I mean? It's like, I remember feeling that too, but because you almost are expected to be like, not less than I'm trying to, I'm struggling with the words, but like, because yeah. you're, you're expected to like fall behind the men or like, you know, not be as fast, not be as strong, not be as quick, not be like in your zone as much as the men. I feel like as a woman, like you do, you're like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show up more. I'm going to study more. I'm going to, you know, run more. I'm going to practice more. I'm going to whatever. And you almost end up like, you know, kicking all them, their asses. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Every, everyone's awesome. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I love that. And again, I think I've seen a huge shift in your confidence. I think just from when I knew you back, oh my God, eight years ago. 2013. Yeah. It's a long time ago. What the actual, um, we're getting old. <laughs> what the heck? Oh my God. That is I don't think I've put like a number to that, but yeah, I've definitely seen a huge shift in you. And I think that's really, really cool. Okay. The last kind of thing, just kind of wrapping it up. Um, what makes you proud to be in the military? Yeah. So I think that ever since I started this whole thing back at the Academy was regardless if I'm enlisted, an officer, contractor or what, like I'm going to work as hard as I can for the people that are below me, right next to me and above me. Like I am so proud of the people that I've grown up with in this journey and like seeing where they're going because, you know, it's tough. Like military isn't for everyone. Like, and, but I'm so proud of like myself for like getting through a lot of things, but at the same time it's too, like, I love who I work with people that came before us representing what they did. And like, my mom always said, like, you want to leave a place better than you found it. And like, I think in the military, like you need like good people because sometimes like, you know, I feel like all the good people end up getting out. And so like people that are left can be like, kind of like cranky sometimes and like, aren't super positive. And it's like, 
you know, you want to try to be a light where you are and make a difference wherever you are. And whether that's in the military, not in the military, like, um, you want to like be someone that people want to be around and that you help like inspire other people. And so I don't know if that's me or if I'll make an impact, but it's like, I know that I'm so grateful to be around the people that I am and hopefully make a change together. Um, one day I hope to commission, we'll see what happens. But at the same time, like, I'm really thankful to be able to wear a uniform and be enlisted and like be around people that, you know, a lot of people in my rank are younger and like, it's, they do struggle with a lot of stuff and it's cool because you can help them along their like journeys too, because it's hard to have that perspective when like, you know, you haven't had that perspective yet. And so you can try to help guide people along in it. And so the military is something I think I'll always be a part of um, one way or the other, but it's has a really special place in my heart. And um, I'm just so, so thankful to be in it again, because when I wasn't for seven years, like it, you know, I moved on, like did things that, you know, I enjoyed, but this, that was, this wasn't a part of it. And it like broke my heart. And like, there's not a day, like I am not extremely thankful to put on the uniform and show up to work. And so, um, and I don't know if I would have had that if things had worked out before. And so, um, life happens for a reason. Everyone has a crazy journey and doesn't mean one story is better than the other, but I'm just thankful that this one has continued in this way. So, I'm really proud of the people I work with and see how this next couple years go maybe, but yeah. Oh my God. You're so well-spoken. I feel like that was so well put and it's, it's not for everyone, but I, I love that, you know, you're so passionate about it and it makes me like so excited for you and, and proud of you. And, um, and yeah. Okay. So speaking of the last, last thing I promise is it's not for anybody that it's not for everybody, but for the people out there listening, I get this question all the time and I don't even know if I'm the, I'm not the person to answer it. So for the people out there who are kind of like dabbling with the idea of enlisting or OTS or the Academy or joining the military in some way, shape or form, what do you, what advice do you have for them? Yeah. So, um, I would say first off, if you're coming out of high school or if you're like at the year you can go to service academy or ROTC I'd always recommend ROTC for anyone because you still have like the college experience and still be a part of the military um respect everyone who went to the academy but I feel like a lot of people who did ROTC were a little bit happier but I would say if you're interested in the military do not doubt yourself um, I think a lot of times I talk to people who are like I don't know if I can do it like I don't know if I can do BMT and I mean, the worst thing you do is sign for four years. And if you hate it, you get out and at least say that you tried something that you really wanted. Um, do your research first. Uh, make sure that you have your why. Because at the end of the day, like when you go through some stuff, like if you don't have a concrete reason of why you want to do it, it's hard to get yourself through those days. And so um, don't just sign the line and go. But like if you've thought about it, prayed about it, like it's something that you're actually really passionate about doing. And like, you know, you have your reason for doing it, then go for it. The worst thing it's four years of your life and you get some college out of it or something like that. But one thing that I guess I always heard was like, it's hundred percent how you make it. So if it's something you want to do, go for it, but don't let anyone talk you into it. But like, if it's something you personally like want to do deep down, then don't be afraid to. And if it's not for you, that is completely fine too, because I think it's a stepping stone for a lot of people. And so it makes you realize that you love it or you hate it. And here's your next adventure and you're going to go kill it at that. And yeah. so, um, it's a great stepping stone either way, if that's something you want, but, 
um, definitely have your why, I would say. So I have a perspective on that just because I, my why wasn't like very strong. It honestly was like, I, I liked the idea of it. I liked the sound of it. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I wanted to be a part of something bigger and I wanted to like have an impact in the world. And like, for me at the time, the Academy was like what fell into, not fell into my lap, but what kind of made sense for me. But I agree with you of like, if it's even on your heart a little bit, because at the time it was, it was very much on my heart, you know, and doing it was people ask me all the time, you know, like, do you regret your time in the military or would you do it again? Like, what do you feel? And I hundred percent do not regret it. I don't know if I'd do it again because it was, (laughs) and it was it was challenging for sure. But like, I am so grateful for my time in the military. I'm so grateful for the people that I met, the experiences that I had. Like, I think the military is something that like, no matter whether it's going to be a four-year thing or a 25-year thing, like, I think it's going to teach you so much about yourself, about people next to you, about this world. Like, honestly, it's such a broadening experience, I think. So I agree. If it's on your heart, take the step and just, and just do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely helps you realize like what you want to do, I would say, because it gives you a different perspective on a lot. And that's why like, I'm so proud of you, honestly, because you are exactly where you need to be. (laughs) And I was telling you earlier, we're on the phone, like you inspired me so much. And I know life is always easy, but it's like those things where, you know, you're so motivational and you show up for other people. And like, I think that's something a lot of people can learn from. And so I know you're where you're supposed to be. And I love seeing people from college, like, cause half our friends like are out of the, like out of the military now, some are still in, but it's like, it's cool seeing people end up where they're supposed to. And, but this was all like a journey for us. We all went through similar things, but like everyone ends up where they're supposed to in the end. And like, I love that. So. So true. So true. But yeah, I guess, I don't know. That's kind of it. I honestly, I'm, I'm grateful for your perspective and like just your time here. I think that this was really a really cool conversation. I think it's going to like shed some light on, you know, that is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'm so grateful to take one second to send this podcast to one person, you you know, and also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening to Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at Let's Get on the Podcast and my myself at Annie on. underscore so, like yeah. me on Instagram and, and I would tag say, like, us in your stories let me know and how like you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episode like, now whether that's go do it thank go you get uncomfy pursue what others like, consider unlikely such I double dog human like DM if you were inspired by her or you're grateful for her. I think just let's flutter with some love, especially because this is going to be posting on Veterans Day. So let's go flood her inbox with some love. Grace, thank you for your service. Thank you for everything you've done for our country, for the people right and left of you. And I don't know, I'm just grateful for you as a friend too. So um, you're the best. Thank you for letting me hop on this. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. I love it. This has been so fun. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Thanks for joining. And you will hear from us next time on the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I love you. Bye.